stays at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Well, the 49ers have made a huge move, of course, uh, signing a defensive coordinator. And with that signing, comes some fallout. A lot of people not really grasping the idea of Nick Sorensen uh, being the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. And then you throw in the fact they hired Brandon Staley to be the assistant head coach. And then people are really deciding that they don't like this. Now, for everyone that's deciding they don't like this, there are others that are taking a wait-and-see approach. There are some that like the move. I don't know what category you fit into. I just know that this was going to be a polarizing move because 49ers had a distinct way that they were going about their defensive coordinator uh, position ever since Robert Sala took that role in 2017. They knew there was a secession plan. It was going to go from Robert Sala to D'Amico Ryans. Now, you didn't know that 100%, but... That was the perceived notion that that's what was going to happen. It was Robert Sala would eventually become a head coach. D'Amico Ryans would eventually fulfill that role. And you've seen D'Amico Ryans grow into what he became in the 49ers system and even take the defense to another level. Last year was the first year where the 49ers looked outside the building to bring in a defensive coordinator, and they hired Steve Wilkes. And that was a good hire. Steve Wilkes is a good defensive coordinator who had a very good track record around the league, including even being a head coach for one season for the Arizona Cardinals. Steve Wilkes is well-liked, well-respected, and he was willing to run what the 49ers wanted to run team-wise to not mess up the chemistry they have with the defensive players they've already gotten. When you potentially change uh, what you're going to run from 4-3 to 3-4 in your scheme, you can somewhat get some players on your roster that don't fit anymore. The 49ers were trying to limit the adjustments that the players themselves were going to have to make and rely consistently on that defensive coordinator to be the one that makes the change, right? Instead of having 30 players adjust, why not just have one man have to adjust? And so the 49ers went with Steve Wilkes, and we know now that that doesn't work out. Uh, Wilkes and the 49ers defense still had good success. They still played very well this season. There were moments, of course, that didn't go the way the 49ers wanted. But ultimately, it doesn't mean it was a bad hire. It just means it didn't work out. Sometimes you just don't know what some of the intricacies are going to be of that defensive coordinator. You think you have a really good feel, and you know Kyle Shanahan has usually knocked it out of the park as far as coaching hires. He brings in guys who are eventually going to be impact for his team or for another one. You look at the, the coaches around the league now, that Kyle Shannon has brought in, given a chance, and then put them out there and let them really make some big-time moves, and you just see that Kyle Shannon does a good job. Now, the Wilkes one didn't work out. Uh, the 49ers didn't get their objective done. They didn't win a Super Bowl. The defense didn't play to the level that I think everyone expected them to play. doesn't mean Wilkes is a bad coach. It doesn't mean Kyle Shannon's bad at finding guys that fit his scheme and what he wants. And the truth is, as a head coach, that is your job to make sure you find guys that you feel comfortable with, that want to run the scheme that you want to run. It all falls on you. You are the CEO. You make the decisions when it comes to coaching staff, when it comes to scheme. 
And if it doesn't work out, you have to wear it. And so he's going out and he's looking for a guy that's going to fit his scheme and fit his system. And he thinks he's found it with Nick Sorensen. And Nick Sorensen, we'll get into him in a second. And Brandon Staley have unique ability uh, to have different philosophies when it comes to defense. But I think it's going to be an interesting conversation. We're going to get into all that in one second. Like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Appreciate it. If you're listening to audio platform, 4 yards cutback on Believe, please give it a five-star rating. And if you're going to bet, bet with Bet Online. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. And so when it comes to this hire, it's an in house hire. The, the 49ers looked around, they. It, Looked around the league. They potentially were looking at every single candidate, especially reports coming out that Kyle Shanahan called Bill Belichick. Uh, of course, that didn't work out. Belichick said his focus right now was on doing broadcasting. Then he also reached out to Steve Spagnola, who the 49ers just went up against with the Chiefs. And Spagnola was in between potential contracts. And of course, he signed an extension to go back to the Chiefs. So Kyle Shanahan was willing to go out there and take a chance on a big-time name defensive coordinator that probably would have changed a lot of things. So Kyle was doing his due diligence to say, hey, if this is the moment that we have to make a big-time change to get over the hump, I'm willing to do so. Now, of course, those two guys became unavailable, and the options around were a little bit different. Now, of course, you still had a Kansas City name. Uh, Merritt was available there. Kyle Shannon interviewed him. He also interviewed other guys around the league that he potentially thought could fill this role. But he had some internal candidates as well. Now, as just as I expected, Chris Kacerik was not really one of those guys. Uh, linebacker coach Johnny Hollins was not really one of those guys. It came down to Nick Sorensen and Daniel Bullock. And to me, Nick Sorensen has made sense for a long time. Sorensen has been with the league for or with the team for a couple of years, but he's been around the league for a long time. 21 years coaching and experience as a coordinator. And that's not defensive coordinator experience, but special teams coordinator experience. And you see guys go different positions and go different tracks. They start in one area and then they go to another. We've seen Eric Mangini be on both sides of the ball from a defensive coordinator for New England to helping the offense when he came to the 49ers as an assistant. This is a normal phase of football and coaching. You move around. And Sorson was looking to get to the defensive side of the football and he's had stops where he's had that opportunity. Now, this one doesn't really surprise me a whole lot. And if you've been listening to the channel for a while, you know that since Sorensen got hired, I believed he was a possibility for the San Francisco 49ers. In fact, I went and got that clip uh, so you can listen to what my thoughts were when the 49ers brought him in. And part of the reason I liked it, he had been with Seattle, and Quadre Diggs had some really good things to say about uh, Sorensen and the potential of Nick Sorensen uh, being with the 49ers. And this is what I thought about him eventually, potentially, being defensive coordinator. Yeah, I love it. The reason I love it is because of the response from the Seattle Seahawks, you know, defensive backs. 
um quadri Diggs was the one of the ones that was like really into it it's like oh my gosh the 49ers got an absolute gym they were coming out and whenever players start saying things like that about a coach that gets hired you take a little bit of look at it which means he could be on a fast track i know a lot of people aren't seeing it right now but i think this guy could be the somebody that could be grooming to be the next defensive coordinator when D'Amico ryan's leaves uh because he's had a lot of success in the seattle system so understand the basis for which the 49ers run defense and then now he's there to learn and he's there to help. And I think that this could be a, a nice transition if that is what eventually happens. Uh, and D'Amico Ryan's gets a head coaching job next year. It just made a lot of sense to me. Uh, Nick Sorensen was coming in. He had that experience being in that system in Seattle. And he had crossed paths with guys who the 49ers have on roster. And so when he came in, it made a lot of sense for this guy to be the eventual replacement for D'Amico Ryan's. Now, of course... For whatever reason, Kyle didn't feel that Nick Sorensen was ready last year. He obviously felt like Steve Wilkes was a better option at the time. But it doesn't mean he didn't think highly of Nick Sorensen. In fact, it doesn't mean he doesn't feel highly about Daniel Bullock's as well. In fact, Nick Sorensen uh, becoming defensive coordinator doesn't mean that eventually Daniel Bullock's will end up being defensive coordinator for the 49ers down the road. One thing we know is true in San Francisco is defensive coordinators Offensive coordinators, they come and go. Uh, 49ers lose staff, probably the most out of any NFL team around the league. And so the thoughts are, yes, Sorensen's going to have an opportunity to establish himself. And though he's somewhat of an unknown when it comes to defensive coordinator, he's not an unknown in the coaching ranks around the NFL. He's had stints with the Seattle Seahawks. He has been special teams coordinator with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So he is well thought of. And Quadri Diggs saying the things that he said about Nick Sorensen makes you automatically believe how much they believed in him because that team had a lot of success with Sorensen being in working with the defensive backs and being in that backfield. Now, you do have the question marks that Steve Wilkes faced. This is a secondary guy. How is he going to marry what happens in the front end with the back? Well, here's one thing to remember. Nick Sorensen has been working with nickel corners. One of the things nickel corners' responsibilities are, especially right now in today's NFL, is in nickel sets to be considered a third linebacker. So if ever there was a secondary coach that had to work consistently about marrying what they do in the secondary with what the linebackers do, it's a guy like Nick Sorensen. He's had to make sure that Diamond Lenore and Isaiah Oliver and guys who are playing the nickel position also understood their run fits what they were supposed to do as a third linebacker. So he has to have consistent communication with Johnny Hollins, consistent communication with Chris Kisarek about what the scheme provides, what defensive holes are afford the nickel corner to take care of. So the 49ers know that right now Sorensen has that understanding. But who is Nick Sorensen? I think this is one of those questions that a lot of people are asking right now because he was kind of flying under the radar. I know I brought him up, uh, but that's what I, I like to pay attention to all the coaching news, and, and it just makes a lot of sense to me. But for a lot of people, they probably don't know who Sorensen is, really. Uh, so Nick Sorensen came to the San Francisco 49ers in 2022 as a defensive assistant, and he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2021 as their special teams coordinator. Of course, with coaching changes comes, you know, head coaching changes comes, changes throughout uh, the entire staff, and Sorensen uh, dealt with that. In in 2012, he was the quality control coach for Youngstown State, 
And after playing safety in the NFL for 10 years, he played for the Rams, Jaguars, and Browns. His career ended in 2010. He had 133 special teams tackles. That's part of the reason he has these special teams prowess. And he played in the Super Bowl uh, with the Rams. So it's a guy that's been around for a while. He has experience as a coach, and he has experience as a player. And he went to Virginia Tech. Uh, that Virginia Tech team that went all the way to the national championship in 1991. He's been in big-time games. Prior to his time in Jacksonville, though, Thornton spent eight years with the Seattle Seahawks as special teams assistant. Um, And then secondary coach, he became secondary coach in 2017 through 2019 as secondary coach with a nickel specialist, very similar to what he just did now with the 49ers where he was nickel specialist in 2020. Uh, He helped a lot of players have a lot of success, and they had some very nice things to say about him, including in 2017, Seattle held their their opponents to an average of 209 passing yards per game, ranking second in the NFC and sixth in the NFL. So Sorensen comes with that Seattle mentality. He understands what that defense was like, and of course, that is the basis for what the 49ers do. 49ers have a base in that cover three scheme, a single high safety look. Now, that's not all they do. They have continued to progress and grow throughout the years. But he has that basis, and that's exactly what you had from the other two coordinators that were there before Steve Wilkes. Robert Sala grew up in that type of system. D'Amico Ryans was very affluent in that system. And I think that's exactly what Kyle Shanahan was looking at. You want to make sure you have somebody that can, that can handle uh, that scheme, but then build off of that. And I think Nick Sorensen is a good hire for the San Francisco 49ers. I think this is one, and you heard my own words. I thought this was something that was coming, that he was going to learn this system, and eventually this was going to be the elevation. I was actually a little surprised that they didn't go with Sorensen last year. Uh, Steve Wilkes was a good hire, and I I like Wilkes, and I think he's a leader of men. And I think Kyle Shanahan's belief was – that he could hire Steve Wilkes and he wouldn't have to worry about the defense at all. This was a guy who had been a CEO of a football team as a head coach and knew all the responsibilities that was going to come with it. And so he went ahead and went there. And when there's an appealing option out there, uh, you have to go ahead and take a shot at it. He did. And that's the direction they went. Now they're going back to what they do best, which is promoting from within, getting a guy like Nick Sorensen in there who has the acumen to do so. He has coached around this league. He's been a special teams coordinator, which means he knows what he has to do uh, to have coaches that work with him and to work in concert with coaches. Now, because he's been on the staff and he's been with the 49ers for a couple years, there's one thing I really like, and the fact that he has worked hand-in-hand with every single one of these coaches because just like I brought up with Chris Kacerik and Johnny Hollins, he had to work with them, nickel, inside those run fits and making sure – They were going to be in the right spots with what the responsibilities were for each game plan that they're in. But also he worked hand in hand with Bullocks because he is Bullocks, secondary uh, coach. And when it came uh, to our guy here, Sorensen, he is the Nichols coach. So they had to work hand in hand. So he had a hand in working with each one of the guys that are in that room. Also, he worked under D'Amico Ryans. The fact that he was a defensive assistant, and didn't have a position per se that he worked with, means he was paying attention to all aspects of the defense. That's what first tipped me off that potentially Nick Sorensen could be a defensive coordinator for the 49ers and on the fast track to do that. And here we are, 
signed him in 2022. Now we're in 2024, and Nick Sorensen is going to be the 49ers defensive coordinator. But he's not coming alone. The 49ers also made sure they brought in Brandon Staley as well. But before I talk about Brandon Staley, I want to tell you about Beyond the Occasion. Beyond the Occasion offers various event services, such as event cleanup, decor, wedding officiate, MC, and day of coordinator. They cater to bridal showers, baby showers, weddings, birthday parties, and more. Contact us for your event needs. Uh, so contact Beyond the Occasion and get your event taken care of. Are you going to have a draft party? Uh, maybe you want to hire Beyond the Occasion to go ahead and decorate, to tear it down, uh, clean up everything that you need. They can do it for you. Uh, head head on over and check out uh, Beyond the Occasion. That's btoeventmanagement at gmail.com. Available in the description section down below. Go ahead and click on that link. Tell them Ant sent you. Send them an email and get your party hooked up so that you are ready for your next occasion, no matter what that is. Now, Brandon Staley was definitely one that was interesting. Um, I didn't think it was that far off. The, the kind of relationship he had with Kyle Shanahan, the fact that he had coached uh, with guys who Kyle felt confident with, made me believe that Brandon Staley was an option. Sean McVay had him in Los Angeles for the 2020 season, and Brandon Staley did a very good job being there with them. So the San Francisco 49ers uh, bring in Brandon Staley to be the assistant head coach, and people are probably asking why. People are saying, hey, what does that mean for Nick Sorensen? Is Staley going to overlook what he does? What, what is going to happen? Well, first off, I believe that Brandon Staley is there to continue the advancement and the progression of the 49ers defense. We've seen the 49ers defense continue to evolve over the last several years. Going from Robert Sala to D'Amico Ryans, it evolved. And I think that Kyle Shanahan wants to continue to see it evolve. So what it all goes back to is Vic Fangio. And, and let's go ahead and talk about who Brandon Staley is and kind of how he's gotten to where he's got. Now, first off, he gets his, his NFL start helping with the Chicago Bears. And guess who's there? Vic Fangio. Uh, Staley was hired as Chicago Bears outside linebackers coach in 2017. So he's there with Vic Fangio. And then in 2019, he goes with Vic Fangio over to the Denver Broncos as their outside linebackers coach. Uh, so you see that Vic Fangio brings Staley with them from Chicago to Denver. So this is a Vic Fangio guy. What does Vic Fangio do? You know, he runs a lot of 3-4. He runs a lot of quarters. Uh, this, is, this is the type of defense that Vic Fangio runs. We are very familiar with it because of what he did with Jim Harbaugh. But Fangio is a guy that Staley definitely learns from. And then in 2020, Staley gets hired by the Rams as their defensive coordinator, and he replaced Wade Phillips. He's only there for one year as coordinator, but he helped guide the Rams' defense to first in points, total yards allowed, and made him a very attractive head coach around the league. Brandon Staley, of course, gets hired by the Chargers, and that's where everyone sours on Brandon Staley. Not a lot of success with a very talented team, especially once they got Justin Herbert. The expectation is that defense should have been a lot better with Brandon Staley at the helm, and that team should have been better. And you can look at that around the league. There's failed defensive coordinators as head coaches who are still great defensive coordinators. The man that he took over for, Wade Phillips, is one of those guys. Never a great head coach but a fantastic defensive coordinator. Steve Spagnuolo with the Chiefs, a failed head coach, but a fantastic defensive coordinator. 
sports in Cleveland, a failed head coach, a great defensive coordinator. So just because he failed at being a head coach in Brandon Staley doesn't mean he's not going to be a good coach for your roster and for your coaching staff. Look at Raheem Morris, never had success as a head coach. He goes on defensive coordinator for a while. Now he's getting another opportunity. So I don't think we can take what Staley did as a head coach and think that is going to determine how he is as an assistant for the 49ers. Now, I found it interesting that Kyle Shadehead makes him the assistant head coach and not defensive coordinator, and I think I know why. Because even though Nick Sorensen is the guy that he wants to be the defensive coordinator and have the principles of that defense that he first started with, with Robert Sala, he wants to continue to evolve. And one of the key factors in having Sean McVay hire Brandon Staley in 2020 was the fact that Vic Fangio figured out how to stop that 2017 Los Angeles Rams offense. Uh, The Rams go to the Super Bowl, maybe it was 2018, they go to the Super Bowl and they lose to the New England Patriots. They get shut down. Vic Fangio, weeks earlier, had completely shut down that offense, and that's why he gets the job with the Denver Broncos. That Bears defense shut him down. Daly's on that staff and learning. So once Vic Fangio figured out how to stop Sean McVay's offense, Sean McVay wanted to bring someone in that he could learn from that runs that system and then evolve his offense. Well, that, that's why Staley gets that job. He learns a lot. And then now teams have figured out the Vic Fangio defense. But some of the principles and some of the basis for what they do are very much prominent in the way that people are running defense right now. So here you get Nick Sorensen. You bring him in. He's going to have a little bit of a learning curve. You have Staley, who's done it before. And what that does is now you get a cohesive unit of those two working together. It doesn't mean Sorensen's not going to be the defensive coordinator and not be the one that pulls the trigger on calling plays and making decisions. But what it does is it means Kyle Shanahan doesn't have to have as much focus or as much uh, you know, time put into working with that defense. Kyle had to start sitting in on meetings. Kyle had to make sure he was overseeing what was happening. Now you don't have to do that. You have Brandon Staley to help. And this is one thing that Mike McDaniel said about Kyle Shanahan. He said Kyle Shanahan is very collaborative. When they were asking Mike McDaniel why Kyle didn't have him calling plays, he said, why would he want him? He's the best play caller, but he's very collaborative, which means he listens to what you have to say, which means he liked having people that could talk to him and tell him things and help get his mind going as he was making decisions. And I think that's what he wants on the defensive side of the ball. He wants Sorensen to run this defense. He feels confident with it, but he wants Brandon Staley there so they can bounce information off each other. So they continue to grow this defense and push each other to have really good defense. One thing we know about Kyle from listening to everything that he's done throughout the years is he is about competition and he's about pushing things to the limit. He's about getting on coaches and driving them to their brink. So why wouldn't he want these guys to come in and work together collaboratively to come up with the best possible defense? Truth of the matter is, he probably sat in there and liked a lot of the things Brandon Staley said, a lot of his philosophies, a lot of his scheme. And he sat there and he listened to Nick Sorensen and he thought he was the best for the job. And he thought, what if I could hire Nick Sorensen and they get some of the aspects of what Brandon Staley is saying involved in our defense because I like that too. But what did he do? He went and he got the best of both worlds. He got the defensive coordinator that he thought was the best for the job, 
and he got a new assistant head coach that he felt could oversee the defense and work collaboratively with Nick Sorensen to make sure the defense was the top level that it could possibly be. I think Kyle Shanahan did his due diligence. He made sure he was going to get the right guy. Yeah, if Bill Belichick would have been available, he would have been the right guy. Kyle would have never had to worry about the defense. That wasn't available. Kyle wanted Spagnola. He would have never had to worry about the defense. Couldn't. Well, now he doesn't have to worry about it either because he's got these two guys that are going to work together. Brandon Staley is going to make sure that he does what Kyle Shanahan wants to do and reports to Kyle what is going on with that defense. And it's not an oversee. That's not what it's about. It's about collaboratively working together. And sometimes it just takes more minds to get it done. So I like this. Take what you had with that Seattle Seahawks defense, that cover three. You take what Sorensen learned from D'Amico Ryans as far as blitz packages and working things together. And then you take Brandon Staley's knowledge of Vic Fangio's defense and you find the principles and concepts that work and then you integrate them into this 49ers defense. Now these two guys can work together to get together the best possible defense they can. Because if the defense is very successful, that means Nick Sorensen's going to get a lot of attention around the league, but also so is Brandon Staley. This is a good opportunity for both guys, you know, for Nick Sorensen to get more attention around the league and for Brandon Staley to revitalize uh, what people think of him. Because right now they're not very high on him but he is a X's and O's guy that really understands football. That has been his strength. What was his weakness being a head coach? Well, he's not a head coach now. He's a guy that can handle things that Kyle wants him to handle uh, and take some of the weight off of Kyle as he continues to focus on that offense. But this was a great move for the 49ers, I believe. Now, Sorensen is the guy. He's going to be the defensive coordinator. He's going to be pushing this defense you know, where it needs to go. He's going to be trying to marry all three levels together. And because Staley has done it, and Staley has already been a defensive coordinator in this league and a head coach, a CEO, he knows how to work collaboratively with people to get it done. So I like this move for the 49ers overall. I know it's probably going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, but I've been a fan of Nick Sorensen since he first got to San Francisco, and I've watched him continue to grow into this defense. And I think the Brandon Staley hire is Kyle Shanahan's way of continuing to evolve as a defense all the while making sure it takes some of the pressure off him to be as involved in the defensive side of the ball. And so I like it. Find two guys that you like their scheme, you like where they come from, their concepts, and then you put them in a room and you say, hey, can you guys work together? Once you find out they can, then you let them work collaboratively to get the best possible defense you can. Because if that defense plays to the level that Brandon Staley's defense played in 2020 for the Los Angeles Rams, and they are first or second in points, the San Francisco 49ers have a shot to get back where they want to get. Now, there's a long way to go, but this is the first step in doing that. 49ers make the hire. Kyle Shanahan goes out and gets the guys that he wants to get. So he doesn't walk away with just Brandon Staley or just Nick Sorensen, uh, but both. Uh, so thanks, guys, for watching this episode brought to you by Bet Online. The game starts here. Uh, please like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You want to use Beyond the Occasion for your event, your party. Uh, link is in the description section down below. Sure, We'll have more conversation on this. Let me know what you think about the defensive coordinator hire of Nick Sorensen, about new assistant head coach Brandon Staley. And maybe, you know, do you understand where I'm coming from now? I'm curious. Uh, but let me know in the comment section what you thought of these moves. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.